Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to the Church of Roy, a sports drink original podcast. Morning today's show may include adult language, and here are your hosts, Brian Wilcox and Steve Ewald. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Church of Roy podcast. If you can't tell already, this is not Steve, and this is not Brian. It's producer Perry. So Steve is out. He's in Vegas. He didn't tell us what he was doing in Vegas. Now, I don't know if he's gambling away his, his child's uh, college fund or if he's just there on business. I'm not sure, but I hope he's having fun down there in the sun. Uh, and then Brian got last minute, last minute tickets to the Avs game tonight. So it's super cool that he can be there for that playoff game. Uh, but that is not stopping us from talking some Blazers, talking some NBA playoffs, and then maybe some, some trade analysis, some trade ideas. Uh, for the Blazers as uh, the Jazz are out of the playoffs, so maybe Rudy Gobert is in play. Uh, We've heard some things about some rumblings between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. We'll talk a little bit about that. Maybe someone on the Toronto Raptors, as they were unable to pull that series with the Sixers to get to seven games, so they're out of it now. Where do they go? Are they going to build off the roster they have? Are they going to maybe get a little younger and, and peel off some of those those older pieces, that's all going to be coming up on this episode of The Church of Roy, so let's get it rolling. I also, I do acknowledge that my voice is the intro, my voice is the outro, my voice is the ad reads, so there's going to be a lot of my voice. We're going to keep this pretty brief, but look, my work doesn't let me be there for when Steve and Brian record these episodes, Uh, so I have not actually been able to talk about the entire season uh, and what went down. Um, so this is kind of like a therapy session for me, right? So it's a, it's a time for me to sort of like get out how I've been feeling, 
uh, watching this team start um, not on the strongest footing, right? They end that series against Denver last year, a team that that I was excited about getting in the playoffs. I thought that it was the, the best way that the Blazers could move on in the in the postseason, especially um, primarily because Jamal Murray was going to be out for that series. I was ecstatic when they when they got that three six matchup, and it just didn't work how anyone thought it would. And so I think going off of that, it was like, okay, well, if we can't beat this Denver team, yeah, they did have the MVP in Jokic, but the Blazers should have been more competitive in that series. I know it ended in six, but the last couple of games were, were pretty rough. And other than Dame, it didn't seem like a whole lot was going on out there. But for the most part, they kept a lot of the same roster. And I know this has been hashed over uh, a lot. But the thing that really stuck out to me was Dame's quotes in the summer. And how he was pretty critical of the roster, the roster construction, Neil Olshay. And he was right on a lot of that. He was right on, on most of it, right? Um, but I was just, I thought back to that first game against the Kings. And he started off with, be patient with us. We're working on it. And then that's coming off the heels of what he said at the Olympics, which, you know, he said at the end of the season, I wanted to see our roster improve. We've had conversations. Um, what we have is not enough to sort of roughly quote it. Um, do we actually want to win it all? Is that what we're shooting for? So I think about how the team performed. And there is a lot to say about the construction of the team and how it was obviously detrimental to, to the performance on the court. But I do think that other players hearing Dame say, the roster needs to improve. What are we aiming for? Do we actually want to win it all? And then you remain on the team. To me, if, if, if I'm in a movie and Martin Scorsese is asked about the cast for his movie, and he goes, ah, it's not, it's not really working. Do, you know, do we even really want to make a good movie? What's happening here? Regardless of if, if the actors are doing a good job, I can bet it's if they finish that movie, it's not going to be a good vibe on the set. The performance are going to be worse probably than even expected, and the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are probably going to be negative. So yes, the roster construction was was flawed, and it's, it's really, really nice to see Olshay out of there to get a fresh mind on that. But I also think it's fair to say a guy like Robert Covington... Even a guy like Norman Powell, uh, guys who might be valued on other teams and have been valued on other teams, uh, to hear from the leader that that what they were bringing wasn't good enough, however true, I don't think we paid enough attention to how that might impact the season. And as we saw, the vibes were not good, right? Especially as we got, when Dame got injured, but CJ was there. Norm, Rocco, and they weren't winning, but it wasn't like they were trying to lose yet. It was weird, right? Like we could all sort of feel that the tension between things. And I, I don't I don't know, maybe I'm not on the right night sites, right accounts. I didn't really see anyone linking that to the fact that 
the whole reason that Dame rumor started is because he said that the team wasn't good enough and then they didn't make any changes. It's like, those guys are still in the room, right? Like, Scorsese says that the cast isn't good enough and then the main guys are still there. They're not going to perform well, regardless of if they're the right person for the role. You're not going to get the best out of them when they're going into it, knowing that the leader, the director, if you will, doesn't think that they're good enough. Which, which leads me to the, you know, the inevitable breakup of the entire construction of the roster. You first see Norm Rocco traded to the Clippers. You see CJ heading off to New Orleans, which, which was weird because somehow for me, the, the Norm and Rocco trade actually hit me harder than the CJ trade, which, I, you know, I'm a native Oregonian. I've, I've loved seeing CJ blossom into a star in the NBA. It's, it's been incredible. Uh, and we only got to have Norm on the season for less than, less than like an entire season around um, that. And, but for whatever reason, I think it was, Norm getting traded to the Blazers was a big representation, in my opinion, of Olshay trying to make a move. Now, was it the right move positionally? No. But it was a sign that he was willing to, to trade an asset that he had discovered in Gary Trent and go get someone who might help the team more right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. And I was encouraged by that. I was, I was really excited for that, and Norm played really well. Uh, and so for whatever reason, I, you know, the writing on the, on, the, on the wall with CJ has been there for a long time. Like... I, you know, I think a lot of people started the the numbing of of the inevitable breakup happened uh, with the like the 103 by Nikola Mirotic followed by the Drew Holiday steal and then followed by the alley with the Anthony Davis right like that Pelican series sort of was a breaking point for a lot of fans so getting rid of CJ while while hard and while it's weird to see him on the Pelicans for me it that was really really sad when Norm got traded, especially when you look at what the Blazers got back. And I do like Justice Winslow quite a bit. And I think Keon's going to be really nice. But the fact that we traded for a guy, it was Olshay's big swing. We got him back. I, I, I personally don't think that the contract's all that bad. And I think a lot of people at the time were 
rejoicing when he signed it and were really, really excited to have him back on the team. I think it was like everyone was holding their breath there for a while in the summer, like, oh, shoot, like if, if Norm doesn't come back, like there's going to be some, some ripple effects here. Um, so the narrative on that flipped pretty quickly when, when the new season started and it was clear that everything just wasn't working. But after having him, I thought we were going to have him for the next couple of years, see him blossom as a starter. Uh, and clearly that just got cut short. And for, for whatever reason, that made me feel sad more than, than CJ. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, it's producer Perry here, and I want to talk to you about a new app we've been using here on the Church of Hawaii called ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and totally free to use. You can talk to me, other fans, Brian, Steve, athletes, and insiders all in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And the best thing is that you can share your own experiences on the app. All you have to do is download the ColorCast app free on the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join any group you want. It's that easy. That's the ColorCast app on the iOS App Store. And I, I do think that there is an alternate universe where maybe maybe Dame and Norm would have worked as a one and a two. I, I think Norm's defense was probably overrated in terms of where we wanted him to be, where um, compared to what his actual stats are in terms of defensive rating. But it, it was just exciting. Like He represented a, a different option, tough guy, championship pedigree. And I think we all wanted him to resign, right? And we got him to resign. Big win for this franchise to basically, you basically have like a, a four or five month recruiting period to bring this guy back. And we signed him back. And a, and a lot of people listened to our episode that was titled like, Hallelujah, Norm is back, now what? Right? And I think that the now what never really never really got answered in the way that that we wanted it to uh and and so norm's gone and cj's gone and roko's gone and nance was barely here uh, and and it was it was weird seeing cj with the pelicans and for a while there it was that that like the the tension of are they going to be good enough to, to to have the blazers lose that pick and for most of the regular season i was not stressed about that they were going to make the plan, but it was like, okay, the, the, the Clippers or the Timberwolves. 
uh, and Spurs. But sadly, it didn't work out, and that was that was obviously really hard too. Like it has been, if you're listening to this, like we've had some rough moments here as Blazer fans throughout the the franchise's history. But in this, in one season, to have this many swings of Norm resigns, hallelujah, to all these injuries, to seeing all of our favorite, some of our favorite players traded to other teams, and then to be actively rooting for the, the CJ's team to lose, and they get up big in that Clippers game, and then they go down big in that Clippers game, and kind of breathe in easy for a second, and then they come back and win it. It's been it's been weird, right? It's been it's been up and down, and I think a lot of people don't don't know how to feel about the team getting traded and the possibility of Dame wanting to look elsewhere. It still seems like there's I had a friend text me the other day who's who's a high school coach in in Seattle and he said he said Dame's leaving. I'm like, "Well, I don't I don't think Dame's leaving." He's like, "No, no, no." Like I heard it from his cousin or I I you know, someone like that like Dame's out of there. And I was like, "I don't that's not what I what I'm feeling. It's not what I'm picking up on. I don't think anyone else is either." But, but it's out there, right? Like, this really is a, a weird feeling of limbo, and it could go, there's a small possibility, right, that they thread that needle, that they, you know, shoot that target like Luke Skywalker in A New Hope, and it works, right? And they get the right players. Somehow they, they find a way to get Jeremy Grant. Um, Dame comes back, and he's really healthy, and everything sort of clicks. Anthony plays... Like, uh, I think we all hope that he can. But I think there's a lot of people out there that are really, really worried about what might happen, how it's going to go. Uh, and it's just the way it's going to be, right? We have the, the draft lottery coming up. Um, I think, you know, the next two weeks, we just need to take a breather, enjoy this playoff basketball, and see what happens then, right? Like, that's really going to be the make or break. Where's our pick at? Do we move up? We drop down. If we drop down, maybe we look to trade it for Jamie Grant. If we go up, great. That opens up other options for trades, or we take one of those top those top guys, right? One of those three guys who are up there. Uh, Steve's been doing some great work on all of his draft content for Blazers Edge, so it's going to be really, really, really interesting as we move into the summer here. Which really leads me to the thing that I want to focus on here as the podcast continues is for the longest time it was can Dame and CJ work? Can they put the pieces around them? Can one of them or both of them improve defensively? And we saw at times them having flashes of that, but it it never worked out that way in any given season. And uh, they've gotten rid of that, that very specific Dame CJ problem. They got C- they got CJ somewhere that he wanted to be. Good for him, and now we decided, okay, let's build around Dame. But th- there is a worry for me about Anthony and Dame and how that's going to work out. Is is Anthony enough of a different player from CJ to to warrant blowing the entire outside of Nurkic, outside of Dame, outside of you know, a couple of the young guys, blowing up the entire roster from the ground up 
around again two guards and Anthony's really really young I know he can improve defensively and he's just exponentially more athletic than CJ I think we all know that but McCollum's defensive rating last year was 114 and Anthony's was 113 so the the issue with with Dame and CJ was never oh they they can't they can't run a good offense now it wasn't always the prettiest offense but we had some pretty good success right like like yeah there were some some seasons where we ran into the Warriors and at the time they were basically like just our team on steroids right right where they they had the other pieces there around two guards who who just were are better, right? And I think we, we get hung up on a couple of those series where we couldn't get by them, and they were disappointing, but like no one could get by them besides LeBron, right? So we we did have some moderate success. We made it to the Western Conference Finals. They the, the offense was always top 10, right, in the league. It was never that that was the issue. So I hear a lot of people saying, well, Anthony is not the same player as CJ. So offensively, it's not going to be as weird having two guys who primarily always need the ball in their hands to make an impact, which is true, but it's not necessarily, is that, is that enough, right? Like that was never the primary problem. And to this point, and he's young, but to this point, like Anthony hasn't shown that he's a that much better of a defender as CJ. That's maybe the thing he works on this year because if he can become that, the, the, the Clay Thompson to Damian Lillard as Steph, instead of what CJ was, which was basically just Dame Light, Dame Jr., right? Um, then obviously like that's, that's gonna change everything but also the Warriors have Draymond Green, and they just they, they know how to build that roster a little better, and hopefully the Blazers are getting there. But I, I worry, is it enough of a mindset shift to make waves in the West? For me, if we're going to build around Dame, and that's another question in itself, right? Do we move on? Do we... I believe that that we owe him everything we have, the organization... To make it work, to give it the next two or three years, still in his prime, off of surgery, is going to feel as good as he ever has in the league, probably since he since he entered it, and give him a real chance to win a championship. And is Anthony Simons the guy to to be the second best player on that team, making way more money next year than he has the last couple of years? Is a Dame Anthony backcourt? Is that enough of a mindset shift from a Dame CJ backcourt? Yes, they are different offensive players. They Anthony doesn't do as much ISO, right? He's a little better off ball, way more athletic. But but is it enough? Right? So Anthony presents a, a cataclysmic question for Cronin in the Blazers. And I think they have decided that that he's worth the risk. But Cronin, the Blazers, Dane, like they really have to think about 
that mindset shift of of Anthony Bean is he a, is he a, is he a big enough change from CJ to build around? You know, do you in, so you know in two years? Do you regret trading Anthony for someone that ultimately doesn't get you over the hump? Like, you know, let's say that the the Celtics would have flamed out, maybe Jalen Brown, someone like that. Do you look back and you go, dang, like, Anthony's going off in Boston. We didn't we didn't make any more progress here in Portland, and now we kind of wish we had Anthony, right? Or do you regret holding on to him and you kind of have the same results as you've had the last couple of years, couple of flameouts, not enough defense from the backcourt. You know, so you basically have two years to figure this out. Maybe after next year, they look at it and they go, ooh, like, it's kind of like Damien CJ again. Maybe that's what they come to the conclusion of, which I think would be a bummer for, for everyone. And they can move on. I, I, think, I think that people want to live in this between where you can – Usher Ant as the new number one while building the best team around Dame now, and I, I I don't I don't think that's possible, right? Like, yes, if you want to usher Dame in, if you want to usher Ant in as the new Dame, that's one line of thinking. But but Dame needs other guys around him, like other top tier guys who who at this point Anthony might be able to yield in a trade. Right, not because not because Anthony's not great. He was fantastic in January and February. He was all star caliber player. But but are there other guys? Maybe, and this is sort of what I want to do is just for fun. Look at some people who who might in a world where the Blazers decide that they need to get a premier player at a forward position, like a premier premier player. Outside of their pick, landing in the, the that top three, top four, top three, um, the other way to do that is to trade Simons, roll the dice, and see what happens. And keep in mind, like these are just these are just random, like there's no rumors here. Like they're just there's just things that could be nice. Like maybe maybe the Lakers go young, either around LeBron or not around LeBron. And, and the Blazers can swing something around Anthony Davis for Simons. Now, I know Anthony Davis is not the player that he was when he was in New Orleans. He's not the player he was his first year in L.A. when they won the championship. But I'd love him on the Blazers. I think he can be a four. He can be a five. I just, I, 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 like, I like him as a player next to Dame more than... A CJ or a Simons, right? As that second best player, it makes a lot more sense. Maybe the trade is Simons, Bledsoe, a pick, whatever it would take, right? Mathematically to add up to Davis's massive contract. And on the Lakers side, maybe Simons and LeBron is interesting, or Simons and the players that they get if LeBron goes elsewhere. You, I mean, you can do. Resetting a franchise with Simons is, is a good option. That's why, that's why we're kind of where we're at because we, we, we want that as our option. It's just we're not quite there yet with, with the timeline. And you know, I th- think the Blazers owe Dame this chance 
to win so much more than the Lakers owe LeBron anything to tool around him. Like he's 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 a he's just another badge on their vest, right? Another guy that I think makes a lot of sense is Draymond Green. He's close with Dame. I think his contract will line up pretty well financially with Simons with his new cap number. I know it's kind of maybe out there, but and the Warriors are so guard heavy, so you you, you can't have Steph, Clay, Anthony, Jordan Poole. But I, I maybe Green looks for something new. They fizz out. Maybe the team is just tired of his antics, as we've seen the last couple days. Maybe maybe they want to go a different route. Maybe as Steph and Clay phase out, they go Simon's Pool. Simon's and Pool isn't that's a great place to start. It's probably not likely, but I would 100% do that. We owe Dame a chance. He can play with his friend, Draymond. And the Blazers get a generational defensive talent that, truthfully, I think I'd like that better than Anthony Davis because he's proven in the last couple years that he's still that guy that he was four, five, six years ago, and Davis hasn't. So I think they're both worth the risk. Uh, but Draymond for sure would be a guy that I would that would trade for. Again, pie in the sky, right? Pie in the sky. Uh, I'm not touching Ben Simmons. I've seen some people lately be like, oh, maybe Brooklyn moves on from Ben Simmons, which might be the right thing to do. Probably is. But I, I don't think I'd want to go through that. Another guy maybe, and, and possibly you could get this guy without Simons if you have the right package. Don't know. It would probably be our pick, especially if it's in the top couple picks. But maybe a guy like Pascal Siakam. He's four years older than OG Ananobi, around four years older than Gary Trent, a lot older than Barnes. Maybe the Raptors look to shake things up, look towards the future a little more, and, and try to get more picks based or centered around a trade with Pascal Siakam, maybe a trade with Fred Van Fleet. They're both almost 30 still in their primes make a player like that while not the defensive guy as Draymond or Anthony Davis I think would would really shine in an offense next to Damian Lillard you know tons of people take a multivitamin and it's important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods and probiotics to help start your day right this special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, it's producer Perry here, and I want to talk to you about a new app we've been using here on the Church of Hawaii called ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and totally free to use. 
You can talk to me, other fans, Brian, Steve, athletes and insiders all in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And the best thing is that you can share your own experiences on the app. All you have to do is download the ColorCast app free on the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join any group you want. It's that easy. That's the ColorCast app on the iOS App Store. And then the last guy I think that makes just a bunch of sense for the Blazers to, to kick the can on is Rudy Gobert. Like, let's knock on that Jazz's door and see if maybe it takes Simons and maybe they, they move off of Mitchell and Gobert and they want to go with a different route, different leader with Simons instead of Mitchell. Maybe they could get a package, little heart picks to get Gobert. There's something there. Both of those players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, are not going to be on the Jazz next year. And, and Gobert is one of those guys makes a massive difference. If you have him on the back line, it, and you probably, you'd obviously need to move Yusuf, right? You could, you could play Anthony Davis and Yusuf Nurkic. Probably wouldn't be ideal, but AD likes to play the four spot, so it could potentially work. You don't want Nurkic and Gobert down there as the four and the five. So you, you, maybe you'd package Nurkic in there. You'd get him. you put him somewhere else. Get someone else back. But a, a golden opportunity has, has arisen more than any of the other places, right? You have to talk yourself into saying that the Lakers are going to move on from AD. You have to talk yourself into thinking that Draymond wants to go anywhere and that the, the Warriors, who are still in the playoffs and are up, in their series are going to want to move on from Draymond. You still kind of have to talk yourself into path to Siakam. They're building something there, and I would see, see a part of that. That's not up to me, but they made the playoffs, and it doesn't seem like they'd want to jump ship on that quite yet. But Gobert's there. The, if the Blazers, they have the pieces. They, they do. They have Nurkic for a contract, or if they want Nurkic back. They have Simons as a young player. They have the picks. They have Nasir Little. They have Josh Hart. Like they have guys that, that could make that work. So we think that that one makes a whole lot of sense. Now, we love having guests on the Church of Roy. So before we head out for the week, I'm going to have my wife, who's from Indiana, do some Blazer-related trivia that most of you are going to know. You're going to know... If you're a fan of the Blazers at all, you're going to be able to answer all these questions. But for someone who doesn't really know the team, but has like kind of heard me talk about it and watched some games this year, not as many games this year as in past years, we're, we're going to try this trivia game. Five questions. First five are going to be, in what a lot of our opinions would be, gimmies. Next five might be a little harder. See if she can do. Addie, welcome to the show. How are you feeling about being in the hot seat? Uh, thanks. I'm really excited, a little bit nervous uh, to test out my limited trailblazer knowledge, but I'm ready for it. So the reason why I wanted to bring this to our Church of Roy audience was because one of the first times we talked, we were texting, and I told you that I like the trailblazers. And you said, what is trailblazers? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I think what happened was you, you sent me a direct message on Instagram of a post that they had, you know, made. And I replied by saying, what is Trailblazers? And either way, any way you slice it, it it was almost a deal breaker. But we made it through. Shockingly, and now yeah. I'm going to give you five 
questions that are relatively easy, five that aren't. If you need a hint, you can ask for a hint. Okay. And most of our listeners, these are questions that they will know. Uh, all of them <laughs> will know. Okay? Number one. What number does CJ McCollum wear? Two? No. <laughs> Twelve. No. Three. He wears three. Okay. I was going. Pelicans with the Blazers. He wears three. What school did Damian Lillard go to? Oh, it's a little one, right? Yeah. Little private school. I don't, I don't think it's private. Not but... private. Um, is it in like North Dakota or something? It's. I'll give you the states in Utah. Mm. What's the first letter? W. That's your hint. W. Five, four, three, two, one. Weber State. Weber State? Yeah. Okay. All right. Taking the L. Two for right. two. I accidentally gave you a little bit of hint on this next one in something that I said earlier, but we'll see if Perfect. you catch it. Perfect. I'm sure I'll need What it. team traded for CJ McCollum? Oh, the Pelicans. Pelicans. Okay. okay. There's one. You've heard a lot about that on the oh, Church of yeah. Roy and just for me. Number four, where did the Trailblazers play? Like what arena? Uh, the Moda Center. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Been there. Yeah. Five. This is the last easy one. And I think it'll be easy. Where is Yusuf Nurkic from? Oh, Bosnia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bosnian Bosnia Beast, right? Yeah. Bosnia yeah. Beast. <laughs> All right. You ready for some harder ones? I thought those were kind of hard, so There's yeah. a couple of these. That, <laughs> I'm thinking you're doing good. There's a couple of, here, couple of these here that you won't probably get, but it's going to be fun. Okay. I'll give you a hint. What team traded for Norman Powell? And bonus point, who did he get traded with? Like, who was the other player that this team traded for? Oh. You should be able to get that part. The other player? Yeah, I think you should be able to get that. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, where was he traded for? Can you... Okay, are we talking Eastern or Western? Is this your hint? This is an initial hint. Western Conference. Western Conference. Okay. Um... Player that he was trading. I will for. tell you that it is it is for a team that is on the West Coast, so either Portland, Washington, or California. Oh, he went to the that Clippers. Be, he, went yeah, to the Clippers. he went to the Clippers. Okay. And who did he get traded with? Oh, it's, this... it's obviously another player that used to be for the Blazers. He's not on the team anymore. He's not on the he team a, anymore. He has a nickname. Um. Nickname. He has a nickname. It's his, it's his first name and his last name shortened together to make a nickname. This should be easy. It should Why be is easy. this not easy for me right now? Five, four, three, <sighs> two, Rocco. Rocco! Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Wait, I thought they both got traded at the same time. That is what I was saying. I thought you were saying, who did he get traded for? Like someone from no, the Clippers? No, I even specified. I said, he was, I said, who did he get traded with? Like, they traded. Oh, together. Yeah. I, okay, got it. I okay. understand now. This one, I think you should be able to get. Name two coaches who have been head coach for the Blazers. Oh, okay. So there's there's the one that's there now. Yes. Um, Even his last name or first name would work. Chauncey Billups. There you go. And then the previous one, yeah. um, his name was Neil, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we don't talk about Neil here. No. <laughs> he was the, he's the former um, like GM. President of basketball operations. So the coach is someone else. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. <laughs> I know we've talked about him, so it's embarrassing that I'm drawing a blank right now. Do you want to want a hint? I want a first letter of the first name. T. T. Mm. 
Terry Stotts. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Stotts. <laughs> I knew it would come to me. Yeah. Okay. These next three, I don't see you getting. Maybe the last one. Oh, the last one you get. Okay. What? <laughs> you might not even know who this is. What college did Josh Hart attend? I've never heard of Josh Hart, <laughs> so I'm just gonna take a guess. Okay. Do you um, want to hand first? I'll oh yeah, pretty, I'll take a hint. Give me a good hint. Uh, starts with the V. Vanderbilt. No. <laughs> Villanova. Villanova. Oh, that makes Villanova. a lot more yeah. sense. Okay. I'll give, there's gonna be one specific hint here that I'll give you if you need it. Okay. Name one Blazers all-time great that isn't Dame or CJ. Think if you see if you can think of any player that's been on the Blazers like in the past, not since you've known that they aren't what is Trailblazers. Okay. Um I think I can do this. I've okay. heard you talk about people. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Um about Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's one of the one players who could not possibly be one of them since he only played for one team during his career and it wasn't the Blazers so do you want a hint yes it's the name of the podcast Roy Brandon Brandon, Brandon Roy. Roy there you go okay okay this one's more NBA overall name five NBA players five. who have never played played for the Blazers like you be current so basically oh just okay name okay five players that I um, can do this okay um Paul George yeah um a lot of us wish he made Wish he could have played on the Blazers or Hey, you well, never know. Maybe never he'll know. maybe he'll listen to this. Um Well it's not really his choice, but <laughs> Okay, James Harden. James Harden. Um Steph Curry. Um Michael Jordan. He's not <laughs> a current player. Um, Another guy that I think the Blazers wish they would have had. Yeah, okay. Um Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Another player the Blazers wish they could have had. <laughs> I only know the best ones, okay. You only know the ones that were drafted right after the Blazers picked their guys. Yeah, exactly. It's what they do. Um, okay. Five there's, out of five. There's, you need one more. I know. I'm about oh. to tip. I can give you a hint, but I think you can do this. No, I got this. Um, oh, Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Good job. Oh, yeah, I think you got good. like, what? Seven out of ten, actually. Oh, you really think so? I mean, but we could... Curve Budging that the down numbers to like a little bit. Four with some um, some hints, but okay. Yeah, good work. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for being here. Next week, Brian and Steve will hopefully be back to take over the reins. But thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Church of Roy podcast. If you like what you've heard, go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcast. And while you're at it, go follow us on Twitter at Church of Roy Pod. We'll see you next week.